listening to Post-Credit Depression, where we discuss this week's current hyperfixation. My name's Kinsey, and my fun fact for this week is that I have a cat named Chowder who happens to have 14 front toes. <laughs> my name's Mariah, and Kinsey did not mention Bean, even though she has two cats. Maybe and I would mention <laughs> next week. Maybe. My favorite Disney princess movie is Sleeping Beauty. My fun fact for this week is... What's I'm- your name? <laughs> <laughs> my name's Kaylin, <laughs> and my fun fact for this week is I've been babysitting dogs as a side hustle. Side hustle. Dang, so today you guys got, and got closed for Lightbox. That's exciting. Oh, yeah. That, is, that would be a good fun fact, too. We're going to Lightbox okay. this year. It's exciting. Can't wait. This will come out after Lightbox, so you ain't got to worry about anyone finding you amongst the hundreds of people in Lightbox. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for those who don't know, Lightbox is an illustration, animation, video game convention where a lot of artists that work on those kinds of stuffs will be at and we can go and ask them from some fun questions about making art maybe get some jobs some maybe nice get connections some good portfolio feedback i know i'm really excited for you guys to go i mean i'm sad you guys are gonna be gone for like a whole week like what am i supposed to do with my life work go hang out go with home. cats i'm excited for do kenzie's dailies on genshin like <laughs> i'm excited for the demos that they'll have there mm-hmm. yeah they're gonna have like a life wolf you can draw what are, oh, are they, like, uh, things for you to set up and do, like, art with them? That's what the demos are. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I yeah, mean, I don't even know how to bring stuff for that. Like, will they have it there? Or do I need a packet? I'm sure you'd have to bring stuff. We're bringing your iPads, right? Yeah, but, like, for life drawing, like, yeah. that, you need full boards. I just you know, like, can life draw without a board, Kaylin. Shit. Maybe bring a sketchbook. It's like, not, like, convenient with your guys bringing your one packet. Your one Maybe luggage. a nice big sketchbook that fits in the suitcase. Yeah. And your favorite fun. pencil pouch. Well, Kinsey's probably going to bring, like, four pairs of shoes, so you got to make sure you got room for that. Girl. Well, I was hoping I could get one pair that just matches all of Oh, okay. Kinsey and I split that suitcase. It was expensive as hell. Yeah. We get 50% of the economy in there. Oh. The Rising is not. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Unless it's fine, you want to Venmo me a few dollars for an extra foot, like... Mm. Don't know what to tell you, girly. Just slowly remove some of her stuff and then put yours in. She mm-hmm. won't even know. <laughs> the day before. Yeah, the night before. She'll probably bring some nonsense. I'll be like... <laughs> You'll be like, we don't need this one. Come on, Galen. Okay, get it back in. It's fine, it's fine. <laughs> we also made caramel apples today, so everyone add a tally to how many caramel apples Kinsey has had. Even though we all split one, we're adding one tally. Yeah, yeah we're all adding one to Kinsey's. <laughs> I did have the majority of it, so... It's okay. And then there's more in the fridge, so, you know... You never know how many caramel apples Kinsey actually had. You never, you won't know. <laughs> it's fine. They all came out good, despite, I leaned too far away. Despite, despite uh, them not being green apples. Despite the peanuts falling to the bottom yeah, of them. Yeah, despite <laughs> us adding caramel slowly, adding the peanuts, and then slowly melting down while they're in the refrigerator. The one that you picked up was literally just like nuts. Nuts at I, the bottom. I'm pretty sure that's all that was there. Eh, it's okay. Well, you know, what can we do? It's fine. Well, Kaylin, what are we talking about this week? This week, I shared Silent Hill. Silent Hill is a 2006 psychological horror film. By the way, I'm showing the film, not the video game. We have not played the video game. Uh, Maybe that will be a later podcast, but um, it was directed by Christoph Gans and written by Roger Avery and Nicholas Bookreef, also Gans. Gans worked on it double time. The film is an adaptation of Konami's 1999 video game Silent Hill, so... Why did you feel the need to share this one with us? What'd you like about it? I decided to share it because my buddy Kinsey loves the video game uh, Little Nightmares, and I felt like a lot of the monsters and scenarios that you face in the video game kind of reminded me of the movie. And it was um, 
a movie I remember from a long time ago really liking and it had a good story. So um, I thought Kinsey would really like it too. Yeah, you showed it to us and I was like, I never seen this movie after I re- and then I read the descriptions. I was like, ah, I feel like this sounds really familiar, but I could be wrong. And then we were watching it. I was like, I watched this when I was like 13. Now I should not have been watching it. <laughs> so like part of the movie I remember, part of it I don't. So it was definitely an experience to rewatch and actually like fully comprehend what was happening. Yeah, Kaylin pitched it to me like, you know, the the monsters in the show, the movie, and the colors in the movie, and some of the backgrounds even seem a lot like Little Nightmares, and I was like, let's watch this movie, let's see what she thinks. And the entire time, I felt like, did Little Nightmares just draw over these backgrounds? Did they just take these colors? Because, not that I would be mad if they did, because the vibe made so much sense as to why it was so similar to Little Nightmares. Mm-hmm. And and when they say psychological horror, I think definitely more of the psychological part because there was only a few parts that had me like tense, but it was never like anything that jumped out at you or was super scary. I just genuinely enjoyed the story. I don't, you know, you won't really catch me watching a whole lot of scary movies by myself. Um, not that I don't like them. It's just, you know, a little bit of a scaredy cat. Yeah, I was just on Kid today. I was like a horror fiend. I'm I was a like, horror fiend. <laughs> I think, I mean, not like... Theme, but I like horror films. I think it's just my birthday's in Halloween. I'm like always been attracted to anything spooky. But like a horror film with a good story, completely different situation. You show me some jump scare ass shit that's just supposed to like make me piss my pants for two seconds. I- I'm not buying into it. Mm-hmm. So like some good stories actually pull you in. It's like when you watch like the old like Jason movies, Friday the Thirteenth movies. Like they're actually stories with backgrounds and like depth to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming up ahead here, we're going to have a couple of spoilers. If you have not seen this movie, that is from, what did I say, 2009? Yeah. So if you've not seen this movie and, you know, you've been really meaning to get around to it the past couple of years, um, I would recommend go watch it first. first. You sounded like a sports (laughs) broadcaster when you first started. It was funny. I'm going to give a little breakdown of how I remember the movie. So we start off the movie, honestly, pretty bad. I did not have high hopes for it simply because of the acting that I was seeing. Or maybe it's because of the lack of information. When I watch the beginning of movies and I don't really know a lot what's going on, I tend to be pretty hypercritical. Like, what are they stressing out about? I feel like this is very forced. <clears throat> but you start off with this woman running around in the woods, screaming for some little girl's name. I guess it's her daughter or whatever. Um, and apparently this is a uh, something that happens a lot. Her daughter runs off and has little... Night terrors. Night terrors, you know, sleepwalks. And she's, like, screaming or manic or really just looking possessed. Um, and you see the father stressing out, too. He's like, oh, my God. What's the girl's name, anyways? It was something weird, like Paula. Oh, no, it was, like... It was a really old lady name. We'll call it Alexa. I, I, I can literally oh, wiki it. Hold I guess on. we can wiki it, guys. But they're looking Sharon. for... Oh, Sharon. Sharon. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, Sharon. We're looking for our girl, Sharon, because she started walking off into the woods And her mom's running through this, like, mud and gunk. And this little girl, Sharon, sitting by the edge of this, like, cavern hole-looking thing. And it's weird while you're watching it because you're seeing, like, visions of her dream or what she's seeing into this big old hole. But then you're seeing reality where where the mother's like, girl, you're just outside looking into a deep hole. One that you could fall into and die. You know? So she wakes her up and she's freaking out and stuff and she's like oh my gosh she did it again and the husband's like we gotta send her to a mental institution or something she's like no why don't we go to the place that she's been screaming in her dreams aka silent hill 
Maybe we should go there. But instead of telling my husband straight to my face, I'm just going to take it upon myself to Google everything and just dip with our daughter without telling him. No, I think she's actually, I think she's told him before, like, we should go, and he's Mm -hmm. like, no. Oh. Because when when she's gone, he's like, don't tell me you're going where I think you're going. And she's like, I'm going. Look at you, picking up on little things, Kenzie. Yeah, you know. (laughs) She she goes on the... He goes on the computer and he sees the recent search history with Silent Hill and he's like, this bitch really looked <laughs> this place up and found the address when I told her not to go. So he freaks out, co- goes after her, but obviously not fast enough. We see our main character with Sharon um, driving and Sharon's like a coherent little girl at this point and she's all like, mommy, where are we going? And her mom's like, don't worry about it. We'll get there soon. And... Uh, this cop, this hot cop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll not, get to that later. <laughs> we did not know she, she was hot at this point. Yeah, she was just a cop that kind of looked funky with her helmet big on. old helmet and, and like, pants. leather pants. Uh, and she like sees she's at this gas station. She's like, this mom looks a little suspicious, you know, treating her daughter the way she is because the daughter's all like, where are we going? I'm so stressed out. Like blah 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 blah. blah. Um, I don't know, you know. She was also stressed out from the drawing. She's like, who scribbled on my drawing? She's like, you oh, oh, yeah, this little, little girl, this little girl likes to draw drawings when she's, you know, conscious. And then when she goes through her little fits of terror, she likes to draw over her previous drawings in a very malicious, you know, gross looking way. And then she's all like, who did this to my drawing? But it was her. Cops like, FBI mode activated, crying little yeah, girl. Yeah, because I mean, that's like a sign from like, abuse that kids will draw very aggressive images the cop didn't even see the image the cop was just concerned about like the crying kid mm-hmm. which was like not that i'm saying it's I don't not know, her I think business she did see it. but I think from, she's no she was all the way away and all she said was why are you drawing this i have to go in and get and pay for this gas and then the cop was like and then she's like you okay in there you okay in there i don't talk to strangers <laughs> which yeah. is never said to a cop as a child i'd just be like i'm fine <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Uh, what the fuck, this is kind of the boring part, right? So this is where I'm, like, not really invested. I'm like, I kind of want to know what Silent Hill is. I kind of want to know, like, what's going on or why this little girl's screaming it. But as of right now, I'm not attached to any of these characters. The wife seems really dumb. I didn't like how she didn't really communicate very well with her husband. Um, and the daughter, I don't know. I don't know. Her personality seems quite bland. I know she's a child. I shouldn't have that much of an opinion on a developing child, but I did. I was like, I don't like you, Sharon. I'm sorry. So, fast forward, they're driving to get to Silent Hill. She recognizes that the cop is, like, right behind her and wants to pull her over. And the mom's like, fuck no. And so she drives off real fast, and the cop co- starts following her. And I was like, what is this bitch Imagine doing? Imagine the whole movie wouldn't have happened if you just pulled over, proving you were the parrot, like, calm down. Oh, the movie would have still happened. The cop just would have been saved. Mm. No, she would have pulled her over and they wouldn't have gotten there. They got into the accident because she was speeding hell. Oh, but she said if she would just pulled over and proved that it was her daughter, which I think is what would have if I'm that would have like, happened. What caused the, the accident? I don't think that mind. the accident would have. I think they still would have gotten to Silent Hill. I Maybe, think yeah, that the, the the little what we know later in the movie. Yeah. I think uh, that I the story right. still would have happened. Yeah. The cop just would have been saved. Okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh spoiler. Anyways, I'm just like so, I'm, I'm realizing these solutions as Kinsey's replaying. I'm like, you could have done that. <laughs> Anyways, they, they get to Silent Hill while they're speeding, and they run run into the gate, bust it open. Wait, before that, uh, the they get into a car accident. That's a big. But point. We don't know that no, yet. No, the gate is before we that. Are, yeah, they get no, to no. The, they show the car accident. They show what happened. What, they show a little girl in the middle of the road, and then she tries no, to dodge it. There's a gate. There's like a little fence right before that. Okay. 
I'm sorry, start it over. And right now we're telling it through the perspective of how we watched it. Okay. So, they're speeding on, <laughs> on the road, run away from this cop who has her panties in a bunch about them being together. I have my panties in a bunch, too, of those tight leather pants. <laughs> <laughs> and because they're speeding away from her, she, you know, drives through this fence because she's like, I got no other way to go. There's no other road and stuff. Bam, break through the fence. Gets to this very foggy place, a.k.a. looks like Silent Hill. Looks like a very abandoned town. And she's all like, damn. Um, I'm going to fast forward to this part. Basically, the fucking cop catches up to her and is like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Um, but by this point, she had like passed out for a little bit in her car. And then she was woken up by the co- cop and noticed that her daughter wasn't there. I'm actually skipping a part. She did all this before the cop even got to her. Because remember, she went ran looking for mm-hmm. her daughter. Came back. Came back. Yeah. And, because for some reason, the daughter was in the car. She's like, what? I just like accidentally got knocked out after crashing and my daughter's gone all of a sudden. Okay, after she crashed the car, she had blacked out. Whatever the fuck. We wake up. She's awoken. Her daughter's not there. What the fuck? Where is her daughter? She goes and runs around tries to find her. When she does this, she sees some random ass bitch running around this ghost town, and she's like, that looks exactly like my daughter. Keep that in mind, okay? She starts running after her, ends up taking a few corners, goes under this building, I don't know, some weird gateway under towards, like, a basement, and she's walking around this dark place, and it starts getting real dark and real, like... And the tornado sirens go off. The... Not yet. She, like, runs around, mm-hmm. she sees that corpse. Mm-hmm. That weird corpse of some guy who's got, like, a gas mask on. And all of a sudden, we see this little baby come out Wait, of did nowhere. The guy, did the corpse have a gas mask on? Yeah. He was one of those I people from that. the church. I didn't know that. I didn't realize that he had a gas mask on. Yeah. Dang, I'm sorry. Keep going. But anyways, she's walking around this, like, it looks like a prison, but underground, which was really weird. There's, like, high fences everywhere. I was like, why is this inside of a basement? But whatever. She's walking around. She hears some weird-ass noise, looks behind her, and there's this baby-looking monster thing. It's like... Maybe an eight-year-old's height, but looks like an infant baby crawling towards her all, like, limping and shit. And I was like, Kaylin, what the fuck is this? And these tornado sirens go off, and I was like, what? What is going on? And all these babies come rushing into the room. (laughs) They're like flesh babies. (laughs) Flesh, wet, humid-looking babies. Mutated. Yeah. And she's like, oh, shit, I gotta get out of here. So she starts trying to run out, you know what I'm saying? The babies kind of get her for, like, a good fat second, but they didn't fuck her up too bad and she ends up getting out because it was a short siren period yeah it must have been a short siren period at this point we're like what is this sirens apparently bad things happen when the siren goes off we don't know though she gets out there runs back to her car she's like i guess my daughter wasn't where i thought she was you know i'm following this random ass ghost but whatever gets to her car that's when the cop's like fuck you i caught up to you and she's like (laughs) listen bitch something's going on and you know the cop's like you're like crazy you're like probably on some drugs like that's probably why you're potentially going to be harmful to your daughter she's like no chick babies just came out and she's like you ran away from me (laughs) you ran away from me you must be guilty um and the cop rips off her helmet and then that is when we see how hot i immediately looked at kids i was like (laughs) She's hot. She's so hot. And I was like, I think I can reconsider how I feel about this. This this monster comes out. I call him the the pillowcase monster. Yeah. And it spits out acid and it gets all over her uniform so she rips it off. And (laughs) seeing you guys light up was the funniest part of watching it together. Well, basically, Kaylin's saying this cop's yelling at this chick and then this random person who looks like he's in a straitjacket but has no face but a hole in his head starts, like, limping towards them. And I'm like, what the fuck? And he, like, pukes on her 
and it looks like it's some acid or some shit, and then the tornado sirens go off, and you see, like, tons of this straitjacket man coming up above the hill, about to come after them, and I'm like, what in the actual fuck? Don't you remember that? I actually don't. I don't know what you're talking about. I just remember her shooting. She was shooting at, I don't think that. She was shooting at the guy. Yeah, and that was it. And then they have a whole conversation afterwards. But the sirens go off, and on top of the hill... A bunch of other guys come over the hill. And the girl was like, sorry, girl. And she, like, the mom, she runs away. And she's handcuffed, by the way. And, and we um, don't see the cop. Uh, 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 oh, The cop's still out there doing her own thing. Oh, yeah. She, like, mm-hmm. yeah. flips over. I wasn't done talking about how hot the cop, but I'm kidding. <laughs> she's like, I wasn't that, that far ahead of the movie. It's okay. That's Look, where I still was. Look, when that part of the was. movie came out, we were somewhere else, so, like, thinking about that Yeah, yeah, hair. yeah, sorry. No, I, I was thinking about how I love girls with nice short hair, so I was, like, not even processing the fact that they were on the on the run. You know, when she looked so good, I was kind of stunned when that guy came out. Yeah, we like, didn't get to enjoy it enough. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, hold on, hold on. Uh, but whatever. Because um, I think she thinks the cop like is dead. She's like, well, I got away, and you have to fight these bitches. Bye. Basically, she's like, I'm not staying. I just saw yeah. these little baby infant weird things. This taller mutant looks very similar to the weird baby mutants. I'm going to head out. Mm-hmm. And so she runs away from the cop and leaves the cop there. Um, and then doesn't she go into the school? Yeah. Like, the cop's not with her at this point, but she goes now, into the school. Now, why does she choose to go to the school? I forget. Oh, she uh, goes into the car, and there's a, uh, a drawing. drawing of the school. <gasps> yes. Of the daughter in the school, yeah. All while this cop thing is happening, while she's, like, kind of trying to fight these monsters, um, right when she had gotten to her car, before she was getting yelled at by the cop, she saw that the drawing said school. So she mm-hmm. was like, well, if I'm in Silent Hill, my daughter probably is hinting that I need to go to the school in Silent Hill. Yep. So she's running away with her little, you know, handcuffed self to the school and reading these little signs luckily it's a small town so she's kind of figuring out quite easily how to get to the school which would be nice because if i was in that situation i'd be very scared um but the signs are all going off at this point so anything could attack her we don't know if there's more in buildings or anything all we know she's trying to get to this fucking school so she gets to the school and when she gets to the school what happens next i remember the bathroom scene because i will never forget that (laughs) but for some reason siren went off again like i don't remember how it goes off and on it, like, it, it lasts for a long time sometimes, and sometimes it lasts, like, five minutes. I think it probably like, depends minutes. on, like, the, the creatures. So I think that, like, the babies were short, like, a, a like they weren't, they didn't have a goal where, like, the bathroom guy had, like, a set reasoning behind him. Yeah, yeah. So I think that his story was just, like, mm-hmm. longer, so I wonder if that's why he had, like, a longer, um... She gets to the school, and she looks around at desks. Oh, yeah. So I think, well, I think that, and also two different completely locations, so maybe since the bad guys were up here, she was safe where she was at the school. Yeah, that makes sense. We don't really know how these sirens work, okay, folks? People who are listening about this movie. Whatever happens is a siren goes off. Crazy, bad things happen. Bad things happen. And then the siren goes off again, and all of a sudden it will disappear instantly. Yeah. And it's all good again. So, our main character, what's her name? The mom? Let me wiki it. Whatever, I'm going to call her mom until Kayla figures out her name. Rose. 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 Rose, running around, finds the school. Walks in the school. You know, looking at classrooms, finds a classroom with uh, some desks and junk, finds some clues that we'll talk about later, right? Some sort of person is prevalent in this school. Whatever the fuck. She, I think right now she's trying to find clues to be like, why is my daughter drawn about some school in her little nightmare sketches? She's running around, and then she runs into these people, these gas mask people, who look like the um, scuba diver from Spongebob. <laughs> in the movie, you know, like the yes. big gold outfit. They probably actually don't, but that's what I think about when I think about them. And they don't seem very friendly because they start running after her. So she's like, well, shit. She runs the other direction. 
busting some room, you know, holds herself up against the door, and the guys are trying to get in there, like, knocking on the door, and she's like, shit, like, there's three guys against me, they're probably gonna get in here. Well, the sirens go off once more, and I'm like, damn, these sirens go off on and on. This isn't good. Actually, I think just a few things are out of order. <gasps> Doesn't she meet the girl? She goes into the bathroom first, takes the thing out of his mouth, comes out of the hallway, the gas mask guys are there, so then she bars yeah. it, then the siren goes off. Fuck, whatever. It's okay. It's that, okay. Honestly, it's, it, the funny that's part is your, your synopsis, not uh, if it's 100% accurate. You're but right. It's yeah. close enough. But we had to mention the I creepy part about pe- getting it into his kid. mouth. That freaked me out. Before she starts getting ran over by these guys, she's in the bathroom already, just looking around, might as well. She goes to the end. Of the, oh, she does this because she's following the girl around the town, guys. Yeah. you got to remember this. The girl went into the bathroom. She's like, that's my daughter. She looks just like my daughter. That's why she went into the bathroom. You're right. Yeah, she checked the stall that her daughter was supposedly be, to be in because she ran into it. She wasn't there. So she kept looking in the stalls, gets to the last stall, and there's a man, like, strung up like a chicken dinner, all spread across, open, you know, with barbed wire and junk. It looks quite insane. Graphic. Graphic. And there's, like, writing on the wall being, like, uh, I double dare you or I triple dog dare you or some shit to take something out of his mouth because his mouth is open. But, like, how do you know if he's alive? And after seeing all this crazy shit, how do you know he's not going to get up and fuck you up? I'm, like, on the edge of my seat at this point in the movie because I was, like, what? how many different kinds of monsters go off with this siren? And will he be one? So she takes it out of his mouth. Good for her. I would have already killed myself by this point. <laughs> I was, Honestly. I was seeing the monsters in this movie. I was, like, no, thank you. <laughs> she takes it out of her, his mouth, and then she's like, it's like the next clue. And doesn't it tell her to go to the hotel? Yes, it's mm-hmm. like a piece of the sign or the room number. It's a room number, I'm pretty Some sure. Some shit. It's very video gamey. Oh, yes. And then this, this is when the sirens go off. And um, the guys outside saw her, the guys that look like gas mask guys, we don't know if they're good or bad, and they start coming after her. So she tries to shut the bathroom door so they can't come in, but because the siren went off, Mr. Manz is in the last stall, wakes the fuck up, and he is crawling his ass towards her. That is the one scene I remember from watching when I was a kid. Something about the way that thing comes crawling underneath the bathroom stall. Uh-huh. Like, I don't, I repressed everything else, horror about that well, movie, but that particular scene, like, is embedded in my mind. It's the Alfred, Alfred Hitchcock theory, like, uh, the bomb theory. If you know something's coming, you're going to be more scared. For example, right now, if a bomb went off, it would shock us. That it's not psychologically mm-hmm. scary. We Fuck saw what yes. was in the bathroom. Yeah, you knew, we, it's already horrifying. You knew something yeah. was going to We know happen. what's in there and, like, already scared if it's a threat or not. So then when the siren goes off, it's, it's just, like, uh, lighting yeah. the match to the bomb. And they fool you, too, because she's like, okay, I'm safe in the bathroom. And then all of a sudden yes. she looks over and there's just this man backwards walking. Mm-hmm. It's because you know it's coming. It, like, yeah. fucks with your brain. They did good. And the funny thing is the school, the way it's designed, looks just like the second game of... Um, Little Nightmares of the school level. Yeah. And it was that, if you've ever played Little My- Nightmares 2, which we will eventually for the podcast, um, the school is very scary, in my opinion. I think the colors, the music, and the suspense felt like when I watched mm-hmm. several of the scenes mm-hmm. in this movie. But um, she she doesn't end up going out towards the direction of those gas masks. She ends up going in another door that's connected to the bathroom. Doesn't or she? Does she? No, I think she leaves door? and she sees the gas mask people dying. She sees yes. it, and then she sees that they're oh, do- getting killed, they're getting so they, she books it. Okay. The other way. Okay, so she opens the door, because she's like, I got a better chance against these gas ma- ga- gas mask men than whoever the fuck's crawling towards me yes. right now. <laughs> so she opens the door, and she's thinking, oh, I'm probably going to fight them. No. This man, who's got a giant-ass pyramid on his head, is beating <laughs> the shit, killing them, ripping them apart. He's very muscular. But 
he's very scary, and I've seen images of him before watching this movie. And he just movie. slowly comes after her. He's not running after her, but he's coming. Yeah, I mean, he starts dragging his sword after her. We start seeing her run through certain rooms that I don't really know what they are, because it seems like... When the sirens go off, even the structures of rooms change. Like, flesh covers the walls mm-hmm. and stuff. Oh, I remember what happens next. She's She has a dumb blonde uh, horror movie moment, and she trips. And do you remember what happens after that? Uh, no, what happens? Our hot cop drags her in her, in her handcuffs <laughs> into a room and shuts the door. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Whatever, y'all, y'all get the fact that these monsters are quite scary. And they wake up, and it's stressful. So, she gets pulled in that room. Cop saves her. They go through some shit. Uh, Pyramid hand, Head Man does find them, tries busting open the door, but they get out. Good for them. Because the siren went back to normal. Yes, the siren turned back on, or, or at least it, like, uh, went away. Mm-hmm. That's great. So then they get the fuck out of there. The cop's like, what the hell is going on? She's like, I don't know. We need to go to this hotel. All right, we'll go to the hotel. Because what the hell is going on? Um, they try to go into the edge of the town, realize that the road that they drove to get into the town, broken, gone. They're like, why can't we get out? Oh, well. And she's like, that's why we should just go to the hotel. I'm following these clues because I got no other choice. So cop's like, I guess so. Because she is convinced at this point. Yes. This, this woman's she's like, like I will unca- uncuff you now. <laughs> yeah. So they get to the hotel. Um, you know, this One little... quick detail. I just want to talk about that. Not not the scene itself, but when she crushes that bug, that energy. That was some good energy that oh, the cop was giving us. Oh, she on the bug. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was some... Some femme mask energy I really enjoyed. For all my fellow gays, look out for the bug crushing scene when the cop <laughs> saves Rose's ass, okay? On their way to the hotel. On their Continue. way uh, from away from the pyramid head man. But now they're on their way to the hotel, not that they realize they can't leave this place for help. They're like, well, we're going to have to figure something else out. They get to the hotel, run into some weird ass evangelist looking ass motherfuckers, aka some. What was the girl's name, Kayla? I think that one was Anna. Let's just say her name's Anna. She definitely looks, um, she looks like she's been stuck in her house all her life against her will. Um, but she's, like, rummaging through this old hotel and finding some cans and junk, and they're like, what's going on? She's like, well, I'm just getting some food for my family because we have, like, barely anything to eat. And they're like, do you know about this crazy shit that's going on? She's like, hell yeah, man. The only safe place is the church. I just... Yeah. I was reading, I, I confirmed it's Anna, and a very fun fact about Anna is she was born into the fog world. She's never known <gasps> wow. the outside world. Whoa. No knowledge of the outside world. You kids in... Wow. <laughs> yeah, I was definitely just expecting everyone to be stuck in time, so that means, like, people are aging also. So, yeah. That's crazy. We'll get to that that's in a second. That'll d- be that's exciting. That's kind of dumb. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... Don't the sirens go off again when they're in the hotel and she's like, we gotta um, get to the church? Because I... They don't no, rip they, the photo No, I think they yet. just... Do they rip the photo I and think get the, in that room? I think they just they rip do. the photo and they get in the room. Okay, guys. Mm-hmm. So the, whatever fucking hint she got from the man in the toilet told her to go to the hotel. And she ended up figuring out... It was like 666, six, six, like the room in the hotel. Mm. She went to No, the, it was 111 or yeah, something. Room 111. 111. <gasps> You're right, 111. Wow, an angel number. Um, <laughs> she goes to 111 and she's like, there's actually no room 111. But she looks in the space between 110 and 112, and there's a painting. She rips it open. Da-da-da, there's a door, 111. She's like, this is crazy. Very video game-ish. She gets in the door. What was in the door? Not a room. There was an open ledge to another building. Oh, yeah. And they hopped across. She chased the little girl for a while, went across these beams. The cop's like, what the fuck are you doing? 
Yeah. Um, yeah, and they saw like the whole setup from. Didn't they see the big old hole? Yeah, that the whole we... the whole setup from the girl before. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then so... she she had some clue that she needed to go to. Hold on. Um, okay. So they, I didn't really clarify. They jumped through this door, right, guys? And Mariah just said that it wasn't a room; it was actually access to another building. They jump across, and in that building, there's a big ass hole. The hole we saw at the beginning of the movie when the little girl. Right? Mm-hmm. When the little girl was having those little weird dreams. Like we were seeing from her perspective, her dreams, looking into this giant hole. That is the hole that we saw. So it definitely seemed like important or symbolic or whatever the fuck. And then didn't the siren go off when they were in that building? Mm-hmm. And they had to run to the it was church? No, Some I don't think the siren went off again until they were at the church. Yes, yeah, and it was like, come, come hang out. No, because she the, the siren went off. And they were all freaking out. She's like, we have to get to the church. It's not very far away. We can make it. The siren's oh. going off, and they are actively running away, mm-hmm. and monsters are coming oh. out at them, remember? Because once they get to the church doors, there was tons of fucking monsters behind them. So yeah. it definitely happened before they got to the church. Mm-hmm. But Anna's the one guiding them to this church, right? They're running their asses off. All these monsters come out like crazy. So there must be different sirens for different amounts of monsters to come out and junk like that. Zombie. He's eating the bag. Guess that's the end of that. <laughs> uh, me too. We kind of missed an important part, which was the old lady that they also saw around the town. Yeah, she was at... We oh, she was at the, the church. And it was beating the fuck out of her with rocks. Yeah. Whole, yeah. You mentioned her at the beginning. You were like, there's a, this old lady who looks like she hasn't been out of her house in months, and she said that daughter... Oh, I was, was mentioning like Anna. But when we're introduced to Anna, Anna's actively throwing rocks at our old lady, our old uh, creepy lady. Yeah. I think it was just miscommunication. I was talking about Anna. I was like, Anna definitely looks like... But yeah, I guess we have there was an people. important old lady from the beginning. Whatever. She's some weird lady. We are like, maybe you live in this fog land too. And she's trying to snatch away Rose's daughter. Because apparently Rose's daughter looks... You know, A.K.A. Sharon. Looks just like this old lady's daughter. So from the beginning of the movie, you know, Rose was like, I'm not going to talk to you, old lady. Goodbye. Because the old lady seemed a little deranged. At this mm-hmm. present moment, we are running away towards the church with Anna. And we get to the church in the nick of time, but the old lady is sitting at the bottom of the stairs and she's telling us not to go to the church. She's like, listen, don't go to the church, man. Like, they're, they're way worse. They're the reason we're here. And she's saying this as monsters are piling up behind her about to eat our homeboys. Like, our guys that are trying she's to like, get stay out here. The water's warm. <laughs> <laughs> Stay out here. The water's just fine. And and they're like these. And they feel, these guys have been trying to actively kill us this whole movie. Yes. No, thank you. And they feel like quite concerned because they're like this old lady's out here. She's about to get ate, at least to our knowledge. Um, and she's telling us stay out here, but like it doesn't really look that safe to stay out here. Anna, the uh, the person that led them to the church, on the other hand, is getting all booty hurt. That this old lady is telling them to stay Talk outside. Talk shit about the church and Talk shit. Talk shit about the church, you know. So Anna looks at her with a big, mean look on her face, grabs some rocks to throw at the old lady. She says that, like, they're all fools. Like, the church, don't listen to them. Like, what they say is a lie. And, like, don't worship a lie. Yeah. And Anna's like, fuck you. This is my church, bitch. Gets a little rock, tosses it at her old lady face. And all of a sudden, Pyramid Head shows up the fuck Literally, out of nowhere. um... The opposite of dissolve, like right in front of us, like. Yes, he he appeared out of thin air, and he grabs Anna by the fucking neck. (laughs) (laughs) He grabs Anna by the neck, like rips her clothes off, and I was like, "All right, she's naked now, hanging from 
pyramid's head, heads, uh, hands, and then he rips her skin off like they were her clothes. He grabs daughter titties, grabs her chest, twists it around in a circle, and rips it off. And we see Anna disfigured at this point. At this, yeah, and we he throws like, a skin towards the church door, and the door shut, <gasps> and the blood oh, yeah. splatters all over her mother and the other church members. While this is happening, obviously, our main characters, Rose and the cop, hot cop, did not choose to stay outside and watch. They're like, oh, fuck. They start running to the door, and at the last second when they shut the church door, um, Anna's carcass is thrown at the door. And I was like, wow, I hope that old lady's okay. You know, she's out there with all those monsters. So then, whatever, we're in the church with some crazy bitches. They say they love God, and God's the only reason that keeps them safe. Um, our main characters are like, well, then why can't you leave? Like, what's going on? What do you mean? And they're like, don't question the faith, <laughs> you know? Uh, what what happens next? I know they want to get to the next. Oh, area. actually, at first they call them witches and rips Rose's necklace off with the picture yeah. of Sharon in it, and it falls to the ground. Um, later on, you know that and that piece is important because the uh, head witch lady picks it up, not looking at the picture, she's like, hmm, "Let me just give this back to her later." And uh, the last vision we got in the hotel was that she needed to get to um, the. I'm called the hospital room. I don't know how what the clue was, but it is the hospital room. She's like, mm-hmm. I need to get to the hospital room. And oh. she's like, oh, the deepest depths, like the seat yeah, of this she's place. Like, she's like, do you know where the hospital is? She's like, I know what you're talking about. And it's like the deepest, deepest parts of hell in this place. And she's like, what? And she's like, yeah, the monster resides down there on that floor. And you're going to have to figure out how to get there yourself. Nobody's come, come back alive from Nobody's there. Nobody's come back alive. And Rose is but like. But it's definitely this vibe like she doesn't trust them. Like the, the uh, church that he does not trust them the whole time. She's like, like you want to go kill yourself? Fine by me. She's got to let you. But if you actually want to live, I'm like, what's going on You have to stay with there? us. You better stay with us. And you better love God. Because if you don't love God, you're totally not staying yeah. with us. Yeah, she's like, do you have faith? And she's like. She's like, what, what's faith going to do to get us out of here? She literally says that. I'm pretty sure she's like, what's faith got to do with any of this? Like, I got faith, but we want to live. Yeah, like, Rose is like, I love my daughter. And she's like, I didn't ask you that. I asked, do you have faith? You yeah. know? So whatever. She obliges and takes her downstairs to the deepest level she could. And she's like, after this, you'll have to figure out how to get to the deepest level. Yeah, she has her study this map. And she's like, left, right, right, left. You know? Yeah, she's memorizing this map as best she can. And this is the moment where the old lady decides to just happen to look into her locket before she gives it back to her. And lo and behold, this little chick in the locket looks like some bitch the girl doesn't like. This church lady's like, oh my god, she has this witch bitch that I knew from years ago in her locket. I will name. They are witches. Mm-hmm. And Rose is like, what are you talking about? And she's like, the girl in this locket was a is witch. Is the devil. Is the devil was a witch when Alessa. I... Alessa. Oh, yeah, Alessa. She was a witch when a few years ago, and we got rid of her yeah. because she brought only sin to this town. And we're all like, poor girl, little Alessa, oh, my God. Because she, she, was, she was born out of wedlock, automatically a witch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this... at this point, the church people turn on them right at the elevator and it's like, we're going to actually kill y'all bitches. Like, yeah, so then our hot cop lady. She steps in. She steps well in. Well appreciated. She throws our homegirl Rose into the elevator. She's like, figure it out, girl. And I don't know why she didn't just get in the elevator with her because there was totally enough it's space and distance. Of, like, this is like a Jack and Rose the elevator. Moment. Like you know, like what if we hop in and they stop it? What if they hop in? They like have another way to stop it, like electronically. But wouldn't they have stopped it after they? Yeah, I've been pointing my gun cop? out the whole but time. They have time. The difference between that is like literally a matter of a couple of minutes. Like the cop delayed it enough for the elevator to close and start moving. Oh, and get all the way down. All right. Well, 
are this is what if happens. we're doing logically like movie magic right here that's that makes sense we're, we're having a jack and rose moment where they're like there's enough room on the door yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah so she throws rose in the elevator and she's like i got you shuts the elevator and starts fighting off these gas mask men which by the way the gas mask men worked for the church you know they'd go out get materials come back to the church mm-hmm. um so they don't seem very nice though because they're very aggressive like this old lady they start beating the shit out of our hot cop. We were like, damn. Well, she was out of bullets, remember? She was bluffing. Yeah, yeah, so she had no choice. She was getting her shit rocked while our homegirl Rose was descending the chambers to the deepest floor, whatever that's supposed to mean. Um, she gets down there, and she's like, I got my directions in my head. Hopefully I figure this out. She's turning left, turning right, doing the best she can. And she runs into these hot-ass nurses <laughs> <laughs> that have whack faces but hot bodies, and they look like the mannequins in the second uh, Little Nightmares video game mm-hmm. that only move when light's on them. Um, but these ones, oh, wait, no, they don't move when light's on them, right? These ones When light is on them, they don't they move. move. That's the same as Little Nightmares. You have to shine the light on them the whole time for them no, to stay still. No, it was definitely the opposite. It was the opposite for this one, right? When the light was on, they moved. When the light was off, they didn't move. Oh, yeah, well, and oh she wait, was, right. And the old lady tried telling her, she's like, you'll need that oh, they're light to survive. Light. Like, she's yeah, like, you'll right. need that light to survive, but you'll be running to save your life. And when you get down there, it's not even that dark. Like, Rose totally could have turned the light off. Oh, they said that the demons are attracted to the light, but you can't see without it. Yes. Yeah. And so she had to get through this giant group of hot nurses. They're like packed, like sardines in a can, mm-hmm. dog. She had to get through them. And without... they were stabbing each other. They were stabbing each other. They had these little knives. And she had to get through them without touching them and without using her light, or, you know, they'd come after her ass. Luckily, she did it. Good for her. And then <laughs> after that, did she just get to the room magically yes. after taking a few mm-hmm. lefts and turns? You know? <laughs> right? it, it was a lot more tense than that. It I felt think really. She, like... She had to take, like, a specific left-right, like, and she, like, kind of counted, and they said, I take let's a left after say, this many right doors or something like that. Let's just say specifically, you know, if she didn't have that map, I'm sure she would have ran into some more <laughs> monsters, but she didn't. And she mm-hmm. gets to this room, and it looks like a hospital room, some bitches crying in the corner, some nurse, and there's, like, a dead-ass kid in the bed. And we're she, like... Well, I'd say a sickly kid. I don't know if she... She looks close to death. <laughs> yeah, she was close to death. She was. Mm-hmm. And, um... Do you want to skim this part, too, where you're what? Sh- she shows? I, well, I don't want to take over the Oh, no, I was just saying, how should I skim it? How would be you like, um, this girl tells her the whole truth. Basically, uh, oh, her, yeah. her tragic backstory and how this church straight up took her and um, publicly yeah. executed her. Basically, her this chick in the bed talks to Rose, tells her whole story, says, I was fucked over by the church. They thought I was a witch for many stupid reasons. Um, so after they killed me and burned me alive, I decided to fuck with them for the rest of their lives. I decided to be evil. Mm-hmm. I decided to be evil. And then, you know, death pops out. Like this little girl that's supposed to represent death or the reaper or hopefully Satan or something. She's like, this little girl in this bed right here? Yeah, she was so mad I decided to help her. And that's why all these monsters actually are manifested all the time. Mm-hmm. Because I just used her anger to like, you know, make them real. And the little girl on the deathbed's like, hell yeah. So we kind of work together. This little girl on the deathbed, her name's Alessa. She is the girl that the church burned for being a witch or whatever the fuck. Um, and she looks just like Rose's daughter, uh, Sharon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Sharon is uh, all the goodness that was left in Alessa, extracted out, turned magically into a baby, and dropped off at an orphanage doorstep in the real world. Yeah, and interestingly enough, Satan or the Reaper or whatever is the person that took all of the good things out of 
you know, burnt up Alessa sitting in the hospital bed and made her into a baby and dropped her off at, you know, Rose's door. So it's very interesting that the Reaper herself, a.k.a. Satan, decided to do that, you know, be mm-hmm. like, you know, I like this little girl Alessa, and although I like helping her angry parts, maybe I should take all her ang- uh, happy parts out, and hopefully we can uh, fix this in salvage the future. Salvage some things. We can salvage something. She's like, but these people totally deserve to be tortured for the rest of their lives. Some revenge. For burning this little girl alive when she was just a kid. So, Rose finds out this information, bam, that's the truth, that's crazy. Um, didn't she do some sort of blood transfer with the demon once she was there? Because the demon, aka Satan, who I've been talking about, cannot walk into the church. You know why? Because the church's people's blind faith is so strong, not to a real God, their blind faith about them not doing anything wrong I is so strong. Like There's some sort thing. of ritual, and then she just merges into her body. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. She goes into yes. Rose's body. The thing is, they can only let people in that they allow. And because their blind faith does not believe that they're wrong, she is not allowed to walk into that church to mm-hmm. enact Which, revenge. It's a very interesting thing, because it's like, in this world created by you know, Alessa's rage and revenge. It's so interesting that their faith holds any power in this world. That is something that I thought about. But think about this. Think about this. If they will not admit they've ever done anything wrong, any torture given to them mm. will never, hold like, on, will oh. never be, like, accepted that they deserve it. They'd be like, you're torturing me because you're a bad person. And the whole point was Alessa's like, you need to know that any pain you go through is because it was your mm-hmm. fault, not because I'm some sort that's, of That's yeah. a good point, because just like with, like, any sort of person you're ever mad at, like, think of someone who's done you wrong, and you've tried to logically explain it to them, like, hey, here is how you hurt me, and they just won't recognize it, then they will it, never feel necessarily your revenge. Almost, They'll just think you're being shitty to them. It's almost like it never existed. Them hurting you, quote-unquote, never existed if mm-hmm. they will not address it. So that's why... The Reaper, or I don't think Alessa can really do anything because you know she's burnt up to a crisp in that bed. <laughs> but like her, her homie, the Reaper, yeah, you know, can't walk in there and exact enact in torture for her. You can't revenge. enact revenge and them know it's revenge without them understanding that. Yes. So she did some sort of like blood thing where she's like, "I'm gonna give you some of my blood. Go walk in that church, like tell the, de- tell the devil." What's up. Did. Tell them what's up. And because they let you into the church, since my blood is in you, they technically let me into the church. Which I think is a really funny church. Well, yeah, and I think it's it makes sense that Rose explained what they did wrong, and that allowed her to show herself. Like, here's the facts. Yeah, Rose pops. You guys can no longer be blind when I'm telling you exactly what you did wrong, Mm -hmm. which I think let the Reaper into the into the church because that barrier of we are correct was broken. The funny thing is, is nobody had ever entered that church. Nobody was allowed into that church that believed otherwise that they were wrong. Like they never let the deranged mother in there. So the fact that they let Rose in there, and she said it for the first time, and then the old lady um, stabs Rose, by the way. She stabs this chick in front of her, all of her followers and Jesus' followers. She's like, I know we're not supposed to kill people, guys. She literally drops the knife. She's like, but this was a witch. So it's not really that bad because yeah. she's not a person. <laughs> and so Rose is out here, like, bleeding on the floor, but she's actually bleeding out all of the devil that was inside of her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For this scene, real quick. Rest in peace, oh, hot cop. Dang. Right before Rose came in, right? Hot cop is being sacrificed to a giant fire. She's tied to this giant stick, and Rose is 
actual daughter, Sharon, who looks just like Alessa, is on the other one. Yeah, they snatched her up from the old lady. And they're like, we're going to kill the cop first so you can see how you'll die, and then we'll kill you, Sharon, a.k.a. we actually think you're Alessa. And she was like, oh my god, she's just We had to watch the cop just melt away. Yeah, and they they killed her, Mm -hmm. because Rose didn't get there in time. I was like, you should have hopped in that elevator. So anyways, back to stabbing and bleeding out. cop dies. Rose happens to show up just in time before her daughter gets burned to death, and that's when she does all that stuff, like, y'all were the problem, she wasn't a witch, you know, old lady stabs her, she's bleeding to death on the floor, but then she didn't know that she let the devil into her house because of uh, Rose doing that thing downstairs with her, (laughs) and the devil comes out of nowhere, and it gets super dark and crazy, and the original Alessa comes out from the depths of her hospital room bed up in her bed she's laying in her bed vertically mm-hmm. and she's got like these spider mechanical barbed wire arms like crazy Ugh. and she's uh basically talking smack she's like y'all burn me alive and for what and now i'm in your house let's see if your god will protect you now and the old lady's like oh fuck no fuck this this and is she crazy. said uh uh god please keep me pure yeah, God, keep, please keep me pure. And this little girl picks her up with these barbed wires, rips out her coochie, <laughs> straight up, and rips out other things like her chest and her heart, and she's just poking holes through yeah. her while dragging shit out and brutally murders this woman. Um, the doors of the church are a push-only door, push from the outside in, so all these people are banging up against the door not knowing they are locking themselves in. But it does not matter anyways because... Miss Alessa has got some plans for them, and she brutally murders and rips apart every single person in that church, but Rose. I'd say and she picked Sharon. them off pretty one one at a time too. She did one yeah, at a time. She enjoyed, she enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. So like Rose and Sharon are sitting in the corner watching everybody die, but they're not getting killed. They're not getting killed at all, and then they pass out. They pass out, or specifically Sharon passes out when the Devil Reaper thing oh, yeah. walks up. Yeah, the Devil Reaper, while, while OG Alyssa, Alyssa is killing people from her hospital bed, the Devil Reaper who's like, yeah, I kind of helped all this, this was great, she walks up to Sharon. All creepy-like. You don't have to do it like and that. she looks her dead ass in the eyes, and Sharon goes, bah, uh, uh, um, and mm. I hit the floor. Bah, you know? Yeah, and I mentioned that too because, I, like, there's a couple theories we had going along with that specific well, moment. like, wonder why that happened, and then... What what is Yeah, they wake up, they go get in the car, and they leave silently. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, they they fucking turn that car engine on. The road apparently is not gone this anymore. This whole time you did not mention the dad and how the dad's like actively searching oh. for them. That's, that's just important like a to the end. Story. We will add that little thing end. right now. It's all, we will almost wrap up our story. While Rose is wa- running around this town, by the way, guys, town looks all foggy and shit. You would think her husband's searching for her. He is. He's walking around this town as well because he knew she went to Silent Hill. But when it's from his perspective, everything's lit up. Everything looks like a regular ass abandoned town, not a foggy one. And they will be in the same place, and they will run by each other, and they don't see each other. And in the movie, you're like, what's going on? Are they in different dimensions? Like, they were, they are literally at the school together. Why did he not see her? Why did he not see mm-hmm. these gas men get ripped open by Pyramid Head? Mm-hmm. What's going on, right? So he's trying to find her with some detective who's being a dickhead to him. Who And this dickhead <laughs> a, a detective knows the real story about the whole atrocity that happened at... Um, and he's, like, Hill. just choosing not to share. He's like, we don't talk about that. We don't talk about that because we're trying to get over it. So whatever, the husband <laughs> looks for her the entire movie, never finds her. So by the end of the movie, you're like, oh, she's driving home. She's getting home. She'll see him. 
but her perspective is still foggy even when she gets home. It's still the same kind it's of... It's so freaky, and it's so and violent. it lightens up a little bit, but it is still very clear There's that she's tons in this world. Of yeah, because, like, in his... Per- I'm literally getting chills. In his perspective, it's, like, sunny and warm and, like, really rich, like, orange, vibrant colors, and her world is, like, this, like, twilight blue and foggy and light and... But, like, a weird light, not, like, yeah. bright, like, like gray light. It was weird. Yeah, so, you know, when we're watching, we were just thinking, like, you know, obviously when she was at Silent Hill, we had to think of some other dimension. For me, I love things about, like, you know, church, churches doing bad things because I'm not really religious, so I find it entertaining. Um, so I thought... Additionally, like, pointing out how fucked up the church can be sometimes. Yeah, but I was just like, this has got to be purgatory because if they weren't able to leave, you know, and they're in a place that seems so similar to hell. Like, in hell, I was told as a young kid, you constantly suffer. And this was a great representation of suffering that will happen. Maybe it's not 24-7, you get a little break, but you know it's coming. So I was like, this sounds like purgatory or it sounds like hell. Either one. I also heard purgatory is not that fun either. So that was my guess. And then at the end, when you see that she's still a ghost, she's literally in the house with her husband and he can't see her. We were like, they are dead. They died. And how did you think they died, Kaylin? Car accident. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was sitting there, I was like, Kaylin, how'd they die? And she was like, girl, look at that car. They totally mm-hmm. died from the car accident. That's yeah. why... Even when were... I rewatched it, when you see how hard her head hits the steering wheel, yes. Yeah, and like, how else could they walk on a silent hill if they weren't dead? Mm-hmm. You know? Which means the cop, you know, died in that car accident, too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the cop's uh, motorcycle was wrecked. Yeah, I think they say that, yeah, I think the cop says it at one point to the Yeah, dad, right like, when she catches vehicles. up, she's like, we're gonna have to walk my motorcycle is completely wrecked. No, uh, I think the male cop that's talking to the dad says, like, their vehicles were wrecked. Yeah, he did say, he said, a cop tried going up to help them, and their, uh, her vehicle was wrecked, and we're trying to find her, too. A.K.A. she's also dead with Rose. Interesting their bodies weren't left in the real world, though. Like, you think that it would just be their souls, but their bodies went, too, which maybe it plays into the capabilities of dying in Silent Hill, you know what I mean? Like, maybe maybe your physical body was taken along, too. (gasps) Yeah, Kaylin, but you've left the... Because you still have your flesh ripped off. Mm. Yeah. Kaylin, you got a good point. Good point. But then, like, I, my, my argument with that, like, just to play, like, devil's advocate, would be the cops saying that she had a case where a mom uh, and her son, like, didn't she, like, kill her son in a ditch in Silent Hill? But maybe... But the thing is, like, I think you have to get in a... Like, you have to die near Silent Hill to be able to, like, trance... To go walk in. It's some over the garden right? wall yeah, shit. No, I, yes, I was, it I'm is. I'm not saying I disagree. I'm just saying devil's advocate. Like their bodies are found and they died in Silent Hill. Huh. It's but, some portal ass hmm. shit, man. But it definitely thing is. is remember, but I'm arguing like the fact that their bodies are here. It is purgatory. Purgatory. Mm-hmm. So maybe you have to be a certain. Well, level she saved of that. Bad. Boy. He didn't die. May- yeah, maybe you have to be a certain level of bad to be accepted into purgatory. Because they did say at the be- uh, towards the end of the mm-hmm. movie that um somebody lets people into Silent Hill. That he lets them go in and he lets them go out. And I think he was talking about death. So, like, the little girl yeah. who represented death, maybe when that mother died in that Love ditch, them. she was probably like, I don't want them to come into Silent Hill. There's no reason to. Yeah. So, I think there is yeah. some sort of, like... Yeah, that's, like, an obvious... Obviously, that Sharon was the key to Silent Hill. Yeah, I'm just talking about the other... The mother and the do- son. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, they probably weren't allowed in because why the fuck would some innocent people be put in there? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And for those of you who don't know, the there's a little sub, you know, story of the cop where one of her backstories and why she's so concerned for kids is that uh, some mom threw a kid down a well or something or I a mine shaft. Die. I think she said, I never want that to happen again. That's what it was or something like oh. that. Oh. 
appreciates what but she says. She's maybe like, they found this the mom body. Killed her but she I like, see, I know what that damn Yeah, she like left for days or something to go find this kid, and they're like, yeah, this this cop's really like a, um, what's it called? Dedicated. Dedicated cop for especially for kids in danger, which is like one of her character character things about saving Sharon. Yeah, but um, I thought it was very interesting that this little girl, the original one, Alessa was so angry and that she enacted her revenge for eternity until these people would, you know, accept that they've died. Because this, this is also a thing that happened. Um, and a huge explosion happened, which killed the entire town of Silent Hill, mm-hmm. which is why it was an abandoned ghost town. A lot of people died there. So when she was in Silent Hill, the people who died in Silent Hill didn't even know that they were dead. They were in purgatory hanging out at that church. Mm-hmm. Cause they were, and they talked about how this these people of Silent Hill before the explosion, they were looked down upon because they were really crazy, religious, um, you know, what cultish kind of people. Yeah, they were very culty. Mm-hmm. And they were really mean to other people. So a lot of people from neighboring towns were like, well, maybe they kind of got what they deserved because they were such horrible people. Yeah, like the cop knew what happened. Like people outside of Silent Hill knew that they murdered this girl. They knew that, and then when the whole thing happened, they were like, the whole explosion, they are like, maybe the explosion happened because of karma, you know? Yeah. Maybe those people all died because they deserved to, but then we're watching Silent Hill with all these people in the church, and they don't even know they're dead. They just mm-hmm. think this is how it is. Yeah. Hello? Oh. <laughs> don't be wrong. We got some ruckus. <laughs> but Yeah. Is there anything else we want to talk about it? I, I really enjoyed I feel like I um, was able to dissect a few things, notice a few things throughout our, uh, sorry, throughout our conversation um, that I didn't notice while watching. And even right after we watched the film, when you brought up some of your points while telling this story, I'm like, I never thought of it exactly that way. Like, the whole church power, like, having power in that world, because I was like, if this is her made-up world, why do they get power? But, like, that completely makes sense. Yeah. In a world of revenge, you can't really enact true revenge True revenge. That. I think that's what she wanted. She's like, I want you guys to know you're wrong, and I want you to feel the pain mm. while also being wrong. Yeah, you don't get to be the victim in this world. Yeah. I like that. Also, I wanted... Oh, sorry, Ryan. So, like, the, the, obviously everyone died, but there's not everyone, I'm sure, was, like, a church follower. And I wonder if those people either, like accepted their death and that's why they were not present or yeah maybe like, they passed on a like heaven or hell you know yeah or if like um i forgot i was gonna say <laughs> with that uh but i think that's probably it i mean it makes sense when like everyone there was a churchgoer and then the girl's mom i mean she's probably like i'm not dying like my daughter i need to find her or maybe the daughter was like i need my mom around for this like to reveal oh, the truth she did keep her daughter her mom around on purpose remember at the end she says every child sees their parents in the eyes of a god Oh, so yes. mm-hmm. it didn't matter what she could have done to her her daughter, like giving her away to go get burned alive. She still never viewed her as a bad person, yeah, which is so. like really sad if you think about it. But the I old... mean, yeah, she Loki tortured her mom too, uh, by at least leaving her alone. By but leaving her, her mom... alone and leaving her in that world. Yeah, but her mom never got eight. Never yeah, got that's true. Know, yeah, the mom was tortured. just chilling, bro, while the bad guys were walking around killing all the other innocents. She'd, like, sit there and probably just watch it. Yeah, I feel like that's probably... I feel like the rest of the innocent people, like, the people who weren't the churchgoers that were aware of the murdering, um, I think that they probably, like, they obviously died, moved on, but I'm sure that they still got, like, not tortured, but killed by those creatures, because even if... That is a small town. Even if you were not a part of it, you were, like, you heard of it. Yeah. Also, you have to think about the fact, can people still be guilty if 
they choose to do nothing. That's what I'm saying. They probably you know? like turned a blind eye to it. So, so like, they still die. They probably weren't churchgoers because they were like they they probably still die, but in a painful death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what's it called when you um, what's the word? It starts with a C. Where you let things happen. I always tell tell dad that that's what he does. <laughs> I can't think of the word. I know I know that there's a word for it, but I cannot think of it. Like you, you're like, oh, I choose not to pick any side, and it's like, no, you're actually allowing bad things like, to happen by doing I that. Know. I don't that's know. That's why word. I was just saying they just, turned a blind eye. They knew about it, but they were like, mm, yeah, just cut not my problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Real quick, I wanted to ask you specifically, Kinsey. I, I care about your thoughts too, but I just had I heard some funny comments come from Kinsey in the movie. What did you think about Pyramid Head? Oh my god. <laughs> okay, so I never known. Sorry, I never knew where Pyramid Head came from before watching Silent, Head, Silent Hill. Um, I knew what he looked like, and I knew a lot of people found him attractive, and I knew a lot of people cosplayed it as him, and would do, like, these little themed cosplays as him, or, like, the nurses. Um, but I was incredibly scared of him. Now, they did choose such a buff man to play him. I don't know if that was, like, CGI or something, but it was giving very much broad shoulders. I was kind of into it, you know? <laughs> Now, I'm not into the idea at all. Like, I know, like, a lot of people, like, have mask fetishes or something. I would not want somebody to be wearing... Why'd you look at me? (laughs) (laughs) I would not want somebody to be wearing a mask, I don't think so, and even a mask like that. Like, that was so big, it covered, like, all the We've talked about a lot, and we'll probably continue to talk a lot on the show about the difference between attractions and, like, being into something. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I... liked the idea of him i thought he's because i like quiet guys he don't talk that was I'm nice Mance had <laughs> he no mouth. Mance had no mouth no face he don't talk but he had a nice body <laughs> yeah the perception of him was very large he was like perceived but, as like nine feet tall broad shoulders like legs for days you were four foot eleven stop i don't care <laughs> but like something about a man scary. with dominance he was scary though like I think I'd be scared shitless being followed around by that man. And he can carry that big old sword like guts. <laughs> he tosses that shit around like it's nothing. He might drag it because mm-hmm. he's lazy. But then <laughs> as soon as he wants to fuck you up, he says, Whoosh. No, but that was the scary part about him, that slow lurking walk with the dragon. He's like, I want That's you to know. That's made it more scary. Like, if he came at you with the speed, would it be scary? Yes. But something about that slow, agonizing pain, like, I'm going to it's get It's kind of like this confidence of him, like, you will you never run, run fast you can hide. enough. I will be there. You will never hide anywhere. Yeah. I will find you. Yeah. You know, he's like a crazy otherworldly being, so maybe his power maybe his powers like allow him to find you or catch up to you at any point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like maybe he actually teleports to you but just walks slowly to you to freak you out. Oh, that's you know? totally the vibes I get. The vibes mm-hmm. are I actually have all this power and I choose to just fuck with you. I it's a fun psychological game for me. I will yes. kill you. Go ahead and run. It's funny. Yeah, I think it's a fun, fun. little uh, Patreon thing to do someday um, after playing some more video games and finding out more about his character is to delve more into the character and mythology of him because he's a very interesting villain and a lot of people's favorite horror character. Mm-hmm. Did you have any specific thoughts about him, Mariah? No, that was all. All right, Kenzie, I just wanted to show you this really cool fan art I found and I wanted to get your reaction. That's exactly how I feel about his body. She's like, that's <laughs> actually how I picture him when he shows up with his oil lavender skin in the in the film. Viewers, <laughs> so so I just big. found some smut to show. <laughs> He's just so big, but like, you know how we learned in a uh, design that triangles are the most aggressive like shape. <laughs> like, like I don't like the fact that his mask is just a triangle and it stresses me out enough yeah well, it's about yeah. point creative design they were like it'll make it'll mm-hmm. feel more aggressive more like i'm coming at you with this triangle well he, he i read about the <laughs> creator he went through many iterations of the mask design and some of them were very monstery and almost like i wanted to say like um 
well, more organic looking, but he referenced some of his old designs of aliens and stuff like that. And a lot of his stuff was triangular. And he loved drawing triangular shit. And he's like, I'm just put a pyramid up on that guy's head. Like, And it sounds so cool. <laughs> pyramid head. Pyramid I would like to clarify that I do you. not have a mass fetish. <laughs> I have told Kevin that I found two films with two like characters that have mass attractive. And here I, I am. Stuck I, with a mask fetish? <laughs> like, what do you mean, like, by mask? You know what I'm saying? Because, like, if I look at... Say, Phantom is only half. Oh, hell yeah. Like, uh, I told her about B for Vendetta, and the main, the main character has a mask. And I was not even saying that he was attractive. I was like, I think young me just, like, thought the idea of him having a mask was attractive. Not the character itself. And Kenny was like, you could have a mask fetish. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no. <laughs> I will not accept that. Yeah, I, like, if you look at Sailor Moon's man, he's got a little mask, you know, like, that's cute, I I dig it, you know what I'm saying, but if you're going full on pyramid head mask in the bedroom, no thank you. I don't know if that classifies as a mask, but (laughs) you're just, like, mask in your face. What? Like, the fact that his mask is so large, there's no, there's no enjoying yourself. I'm like, what is that? You're just getting poked in the back. No thank Mm -hmm. you. No thank you. Thank you, Salem the Cat. And with that, I'd say that um, we've... I fucked it up. <laughs> I yeah. was like, I don't know what I'm saying anymore. I There's something I wanted to ask you guys about. How, what did you think about how uh, Alessa went about giving these like little hints to the girl? Because my opinion, I was like, if you wanted help that badly, why didn't you just tell I'm her to like, you're to a go, dick, man. <laughs> why didn't you just tell her to go down to the first... The, the I think floor? that the, the hints were also for her kid. to learn some of her story. It wasn't she just, just the fact... Her. Yeah, but imagine if she just told her, hey, come down to the bottom floor of hell and talk to my dead corpse. Mm, be like, I have your daughter if you want to talk. Like, come on! <laughs> so I think the point is that, like, while she was getting these stories about her, she was getting, like, the sympathy of it. Like, oh my god, the pain she went through. Like... And I think that it was almost like she was getting flashbacks of it. Like, this janitor guy did something. I don't know what it was, but he is a bad guy. And then moving on, like, to the hotel. Like, they did this to you. First is, like, she actually understood the story. She got, like, the empathy she needed and the feelings attached to those situations. I can see that. I just wish she would have protected her more throughout the movie. Like, mm-hmm. if, if you want her to find out about you slowly, fine. You want to earn that trust? Okay. But like, why you got when, pyramid head stabbing we, through the door? Why can't we have some sort of immunity necklace on her where she can walk around and not get attacked? Mm-hmm. Right? Let's yeah. find Maybe she clues. did. Maybe, maybe the powers don't work like maybe that. Maybe it didn't get her all the yeah. way. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe they were like just there to stress her out, but they weren't ever going to kill her. For some reason. Maybe they would have grabbed her and been like, wait a second, I can't. I'll you're let different. you go. Yeah, you're different. Exactly. Um, you can cut this part and put it wherever in the podcast, but I wanted to say real quick that if you guys want us to play the original silent hill video game and experience it i know that it's not rose playing it's actually the husband in the world and that there's different versions of it man. um just let us know um none of us <laughs> oh ah. man um unfortunately i don't think there's a hot cop in uh what's the, the point of playing <laughs> why are we the, playing so so that's why you have to give us the recommendation because none of us have played it and i don't see myself going out of the way to play it unless it's a uh, you know demanded to some extent then we will try it if they're good games i would play i mean it. the movie's based off the game i would imagine the game being mm-hmm. good they are a bit older though so i mean I'm, i wonder about its playability but like you know that doesn't stop me from playing a game if it's old or not mm-hmm. so would either of you share this with somebody else yes yeah probably i like horror films i got no problem recommending horror films to people i recommended it to like three people after already <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh yeah. my gosh it's fine. I'm sad. I wish I could rewatch it without never seeing it. <laughs> without never seeing it? Yeah. Like, I wish I could 
erase my memory. I'm happy mm-hmm. that you um, were sharing your thoughts and your synopsis on this because I've being so long since I've seen it for the first time, I feel like you brought up points that, like, now that I'm watching it with a more experienced eyes, I, I looked over and you picked up on quite a bit more, you know, compared to me watching it, like, a second <laughs> Shut okay, up. Then. I just, I love, like, we talked about Over the Garden Wheel last week. I love stories that are about purgatory, death, and, uh, when <laughs> You it- want me to put that clip in again so the, mm-hmm. the listeners really understand that you, like... Yeah, and, and stories that are about, you know, showing how bad the church can be. I We're about to be some it. sort of gothy horror podcast when, when we have several cartoons and Disney stuff coming up ahead. Yeah, they just don't get it. They're like, this like this is just for spooky it's so funny. season. I feel like we really started off with things that are my jam. I'm like, yeah, I, I like those kinds of, <laughs> mo- I like those motifs. Strong start. Yeah, it's okay, it's okay. Well. Well, I gotta ask. Yeah, you can. Well, Mariah, what are you sharing? I'm not next week. Oh, it's look. Oh, it's Kinsey. Oh my God, my brain. All right. Uh, well, do you want to ask Kinsey? Yeah, I can. Okay, sorry. So, Kinsey, what are you sharing with us next week? Um, although I spoke a lot for this episode, I'll be sharing um, little nightmares for next week. But I would like to hear what you guys have to say about how you felt playing it, and especially Colin when he plays. Yeah, you'll have to get Being some commentary from Colin for us. I, I, I think I can pull him into the office for a second. Yeah. He, can, he can pause playing from Ark, his little dinosaur game, for a minute and come speak on it. Yeah, I'm very excited to share it because um, it's not like I played this game before. Uh, before you guys played it, we did it at the same time together. But I've been having my eye on it for a long time. So the fact that I got to play with both of you guys while I was playing for the first time is why I'm excited to talk about it. Yeah, that game rewired my, like, internal hard drive. I know. Nothing will ever be as scary. (laughs) Nothing. Nothing ever. (laughs) That was a different time of our lives, man. Yeah.